Hello? Hello? Hey, y'all. My name is Phoebe Hunt, and you've tuned in to Listen First. This is my podcast where basically I'm going to dissect songs that I just wrote with some of my best friends here in Nashville. Over the past 15 years of traveling around and playing my songs, I've met some incredible songwriters. Some of them are established artists that you've probably heard of, and some of them are up and coming just like myself. Each episode, I'll take the recording and dissect what was happening in the mind of the songwriter. You'll hear the mistakes and the thought process behind finding the perfect line or the perfect rhyme. Now, because these songs are not yet commercially released, you can really only hear them exclusively here. You can't download them, you can't share them with your friends, but you can invite your friends to listen first with you. And hey, one of these days, one of these songs might end up as a huge hit, and it would be wonderful to have shared the experience of the first listen with you. Thanks again for tuning in to Listen First. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of Listen First. I'm really excited to share with you today's special guest. She's basically one of the world's greatest flat-picking guitar players that is live right now. Her name's Molly Tuttle, and you probably have heard of her. She's just really crafted an incredible skill on her guitar, and she also happens to be a really insightful absolutely kind beautiful soul with a really gentle spirit and I'm really excited that we got to write together we um, spent an afternoon at her house and ended up channeling the I don't know the experience an experience that she and I never had before so we talk about that a little bit in our phone call that you're about to hear and then you'll hear the song that we wrote together the anchor so I hope you enjoy and I'm grateful to Molly for being a part of Listen First. Uh, here's our phone call. Hey, Molly. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I just listened to our song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. What did it make you? Did you remember anything in particular? I like before I listened, I remembered like the general vibe of it but then I had forgotten all the little lines we put in will I bleed when I breathe you out and the in the kitchen every other Sunday all the little details I hadn't remembered I loved them yeah I love the way you sing it too I just feel like it's so beautiful and your guitar part is just so great too it's Aww, such a, it, it feels like you it's just this way you play that I feel like is embedded in it in that part of the song <laughs> It has your stamp on it. Thanks for listening and thanks for agreeing to do this and being part of this podcast and yeah, checking totally. it out. Yeah, I just kind of thought it'd be kind of neat to collaborate in this way and make that little moment that we shared together into a little learning tool for uh-huh. what songwriting can be and just like the moment when we create the song and how that feels. 
was interesting. We were like channeling something that wasn't neither. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I remember we. There was like a second where we're. Is this okay for us to write about? Because neither of us had directly experienced exactly the song, but I feel like that's cool when you can write about something that you haven't experienced. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was like we were stepping into the the shoes of another woman. Yeah. And just totally. like a, allowing ourselves to, to live in her or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I remember there was like a time when we were, yeah, when we were questioning, should we do this? And then we just said, why not? Maybe this is like for that woman and yeah, for any woman who's experienced that before. So I was just wondering if you... Mm-hmm had anything to have thought about anything in that regard or how that felt or if you've ever done that before or, I don't know, anything to elaborate on in that yeah. respect. Yeah, I feel I have songs like that sometimes where I feel like I'm almost getting this, like, headspace. And it's really cool when you can do it with another person. Like, you're both on the same wavelength and then you just know what lyrics are going to work and you're both channeling the same energy in a way. But... I feel like that's something I haven't done as much like with an exact character in the song. And something I want to do more of is trying to write songs and take myself out of the song because it's a cool way to write and I feel like it's a cool way to empathize with other people to try to step into their shoes. Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like maybe there's a part of us that that knows or remembers or yeah, emphasizes, mm-hmm. but maybe like yeah. in a past life or something, we mm-hmm. something. Yeah, totally. Had the ability to connect to what that might have felt like. Yeah, for sure. I think most like women know someone who has gone through that, or just I feel like it's so universal, kind of this thing that happens to so many women. Yeah. I'm, like, feeling it right now a little bit. Like, I'm just so grateful that I haven't been in that exact situation. Yeah, I know. Totally. But there are a lot of women who have um, experienced abuse or trauma in that way. And I've experienced my own, like, Mm -hmm. versions of smaller, I guess I don't want to say smaller scale, but my own experiences of feeling suppressed artistically or feeling, like, less than someone else or something. And... Mm -hmm. Maybe that is my own experience of like, oh, I I don't ever want to be shackled by someone else. Yeah, totally. I feel like I was definitely pulling on some, I don't know, exact experiences I was pulling on, but like that feeling of feeling oppressed or controlled by someone. I, I don't know. It's Maybe it's embedded a little bit in our society in some ways that you might experience it in subtle ways, even if you haven't been in that exact situation. Exactly. Like just the women, the male woman role, like in a bigger picture, mm-hmm. the biggest sense of like masculinity and femininity and like the suppression of femininity. Yeah. Maybe there's like mm-hmm. an awakening, mm-hmm. some sort of awakening happening right now with women mm-hmm. coming out of that too. Yeah, Totally. It's like maybe our song can play into that transformation yeah, happening. For sure, yeah. It's really interesting to, I feel like, I don't know, the things we're fighting for as women now are like, 
it's still the same things are like mothers and grandmothers were fighting for but it's maybe like subtler and like less I don't know people are just fighting to have agency over themselves and be believed exactly and understanding that like the freedom has always been there inside of themselves mm-hmm. and yeah we give our power away to someone or something else that's outside of us but there's nothing mm-hmm. else that can ever really have power over us but somehow we yeah there's a pattern of history of that mm-hmm. happening maybe it's not yeah, all women. Totally. women maybe i'm sure men have experienced yeah. that too i appreciate us just like diving into this right back there i know totally have you been like do you know i've been like getting into astrology during this quarantine i have a friend who loves astrology and she's been helping teach me about it and that's so interesting too because there's like a dichotomy of things are divided like masculine feminine it's not like men and women but it's like receptive energy and then like energy that acts and creates stuff I guess would be masculine that's something I've been thinking about I'm a Capricorn so it's like we're like it in a way it's like patriarchal it's like a patriarchal sign, but it's a feminine sign. At the same time, it's an earth sign. Did you ever think about astrology? Are you into that at all? I'm so into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing to hear you talking about it. Something I've I'm like a total newbie at it, but I'm like slowly learning. It still doesn't quite make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, the actual like how to read a chart part is, still feels a little outside of myself but like understanding like the different planets and like the energy behind each of the planets and what Mm -hmm. retrograde motion or energy is versus what direct energy is and like how all the different planets are always at play within Mm -hmm. they're either going direct or they're they're going backwards and how that is like affects each of us slightly different based on Mm -hmm. our own like birth chart and the time that we were born and where we were born and right it's like really complex but also so simple at the same time yeah I didn't realize how complex it was I'm just like at the stage where I know now my moon sign and sun sign and rising sign and then past that I'm like I don't know my friend read my whole birth chart but I like barely understood any of it I saw that you did that on Instagram Live, and that was so interesting yeah. to me. That because there's so much vulnerability in that. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I was it's just weird to do, but then I want I wanted people following me to get to know her and get to know what she's. Just, I'm really proud of my friend Marissa. She's been my friend since high school, and she's always been really into into like tarot reading and astrology. But she hasn't been like that open about it, and now she's starting this whole business where she'll do readings for people so I thought it would be a fun way to introduce her to some new people um, who might be interested in connecting with her great we'll share her name here too and if anyone listening to this wants a birth chart reading maybe they can check her she's on Instagram as Maven and Mercury but her name is Marissa Post that's awesome I've been following a guy named Christopher Watecki and he does a, a weekly video called Namaste Today, and oh, he's a little God. goofy. <laughs> like his character is a little goofy. <laughs> my judgment or whatever of it, but if I when I pass through that, like the information, I feel like I'm learning is so incredible. And I haven't had him read my birth chart specifically or anything, mm-hmm. but 
just learning so much and just like on a general sense that each week or each day like as a universal energy we're all kind of experience or experiencing something together every single day that relates to the yeah, planet. totally. And then that yeah. somehow also relates to us on an individual level, but there's this like collective yeah. energy of the day and of the month and of the week. And totally. this time right now, like this Corona time, he, you know, it talks about like the intersection between like Pluto and Saturn, I think that hasn't happened since, I think the last time it happened was actually like September 11th, like when, whoa, yeah, and this it was like 18 year, it's an 18 year cycle, I think, and it's something mm-hmm. about, it makes us all question like our deepest, our deepest questions and our deepest big the big whys like why is it mm-hmm. and who am I and like the the, the the below everything like purpose questions and mm-hmm. when it, the whole entire planet is experiencing that at the same time it's he's like it's almost I, ma- it so. makes sense that it would also like if there would be an event externally that would allow us right to, would would like kind of force us all to think all that way too yeah that's so interesting yeah, I'm really intrigued by all of that. I know it was like, I did a little Scorpio moon ceremony the other night, but like, I'm definitely turning into like more of a witch during quarantine. I didn't know anything about any of that before this, but yeah, it's super interesting how they're like ancient kind of archetypes that relate to all the planets. And it's so cool to learn about just like the history of it too. It's so interesting that you also just called said called yourself a witch for that word also <laughs> because going back to the whole the song we wrote and the the, mm-hmm. the anchor this thing holding you down or holding you back yeah. so much of that masculine feminine controversy stuff comes up in the witch trials and yeah, that, totally. that a woman exploring these like bigger picture maybe ethereal mm-hmm. and energy work kind of thing yeah. would be like named this like negative connotation of a witch that then like needs mm-hmm. to be like killed or murdered for that yeah and I okay. feel like that connotation to that is almost like this rhetoric that was like sold to a lot of people to say to try to suppress people from lifting out from like their own freedom like freeing mm-hmm. themselves like through all this kind of information we find freedom and liberation and you can go into deep meditation practices and understand the world mm-hmm. and I think that's been suppressed like on a big picture yeah. through like that name that word mm-hmm. it's totally. like, interesting that you said that yeah <laughs> I think so many of my friends now especially like my friends from high school who are all like Californians they all consider themselves witches now so it's fun to follow them along on social media and see they're all like doing all sorts of little witchcraft things now and I feel like people like our generation where it's become like a cool thing to do and like a cool way to connect with yourself and for me it's just fun and a way to like build up my intuition but yeah it's so interesting how people are trying to reclaim that word and how it used to be a way to control and kind of destroy women by calling them that and 
persecuting them. And there there are still people using that name as, as a negative frame. Some people that are really indoctrinated into a different belief system like use that as mm-hmm. like a negative thing, but really a witch it comes from Wiccan and the, the mm-hmm. Wiccan study is, is really the study of nature mm-hmm. and it's really I have a book here actually about oh, it cool. <laughs> it's, really funny. Awesome. Like it. it's called Wicca it's a guide mm-hmm. for the solitary practitioner it stems from paganism paganism right. is the study of nature and really where nature is the the deities like the god of nature so it's just tuning into like the energies that are always around us and yeah astrology and it's not this bad thing it's actually just connecting to nature and becoming one with right. the environment that surrounds us and tuning into our yeah. energy and like you said intuition and mm-hmm. growing who we are and being able to use our met like use medicine of the, the nature that's around us as medicine that we can like yeah. essential oils and crystals and like sage mm-hmm. and palo santo and clearing the energy and cleaning ourselves so that we don't have to like hold negative energies anymore and realizing mm-hmm. that we're just a body of energy yeah and that's all yeah, we totally. really are yeah it was i was like watching my same friend marissa she was doing like a little instagram live just walking through a like moon ceremony thing she was doing and then she was she said something I liked that was like you can't ever destroy energy you can only transform it so she was like burning paper and I guess she was using the fire to like transform the paper that she wrote some stuff she wanted to release on as part of the ceremony so I thought that was really I hadn't thought of it that way before but yeah I don't know when I think about like energy work I don't really know anything about that but cool to just think of it like you're transforming energy which can be really simple like burning a piece of paper or exactly I love your the way I love hearing you reflect on this stuff (laughs) you have a way of making a gem out of your sentence where you just take a really complex thing and you can boil it down into such a simple um example like that like yeah you're I don't trans- actually know what I'm talking about I'm trying to help myself understand it <laughs> you but say you it. don't but somewhere in you you do <laughs> <laughs> you've probably known for a really long time maybe you're just like re-tapping or remembering parts something yeah that you've known for a long time and like through this lifetime or whatever you're reconnecting to something that you've mm-hmm. always known yeah I like that I like thinking about it that way it's nice to hear you talk about it it's really great <laughs> oh thank you too. <laughs> thank you with with that I'm guessing they might want to hear this song that we wrote <laughs> yeah now that we've gotten all on all sorts of tangents <laughs> yeah all right check out our song the anchor
Thanks for tuning in to Listen First. All of my Patreon subscribers act as a grassroots cooperative publishing deal for me and the other songwriters on this podcast. So if you like what you heard, please subscribe too. Thanks for listening first. To subscribe, just go to www.phoebehuntmusic.com slash podcast and click become a patron of Listen First.